Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. The show is about to start. Hey guys, what's up? It's Phoebe. It's Mike. This is the Mike and Phoebe show. We have some special guests coming in today in studio. We have the public information officer from City of Paris, Stephen Hale, and the public information assistant, Karina Espinoza. Hey guys. Hi. Thanks for having having us. us. Yes, we're so happy you guys are here. So um, this is going to be a fun time. We're going to have some topics here available from the City of Paris exclusive. Now we're going to be doing some rundown. And um, so we'll just give you the lowdown on what's been going on here at the City of Paris. So tell me, um, we had the deck the walls um, situation winter come up, right? That was uh, Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was watching you guys on social media. And how many entries did you guys have for deck the walls? Well, it's usually one of the competitions that we're trying to build. We don't get as much as we did for the gingerbread houses, but we got like about over five entries. Yeah. Yeah. There's that's a that's when people can come in and they show us how they decorate their homes and stuff. And so we realize it takes a little bit of work for people to kind of get going on that. But it's a new contest. Um, we had some good entries this year and we even had a winner. Who yeah. Was, who was our winner this year? Our winner is the Martinez family. Yep, yeah, the Martinez family. They live um, in the Avalon community yep. by Lake Paris. Mm-hmm. And it, the dad, he's an electrician, but it was always the dad's dream to see his house with the light show like that yeah. and his wife. And so pretty much his kids, they got together with the dad and everything, and they started doing research and stuff like that. They tried to put it together. Didn't work out the first year, but this was the second year. They reached out to people on Facebook, and they got to find out more about how it works, the programming. And it's a lot of stuff like data and all this stuff. And they put a lot of work into it, and and they really do deserve it. It was was quite the exhibit. It was quite the exhibit. And what what they win again? They won $100 to Home Depot. They win a trophy a lawn sign, and of course, bragging rights. That's what everybody wants is bragging rights. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what I want. (laughs) Don't we all? Yep. Yeah, we did go around, Mike and I, um, to the different areas. We went to, um, it was like Temecula, Marietta, right? And then we went around Paris. Yeah. We saw one of the houses um, known as the Griswold House. Mm -hmm. I forgot the gentleman's name, Christopher. I forgot his last name. But um, yeah, that was that was pretty amazing, mm-hmm. and we missed the Martinez house. I wish we could have gone to see it. We yeah. we were familiar with the Griswold house. <laughs> um, it was a close competition for that, but the Martinez yeah. family they won really, twice already. Yep, yep they did. Oh. But it, the Martin the Martinez family caught them this year, so that was good. <laughs> it was, we had a new winner this year. Nice, um, and they got to go and recoup their their funding at home depot with their gift card yeah and it was, it's honestly really sweet because it was always the dad's dream to see it happen and his yeah. kids made it possible i don't believe the wife got to see it but yeah. they, they got to make it happen for their dad and that's really sweet oh that's yeah. so cool yeah. nice very nice so cool now um tell me about this uh, lung cancer screening that you guys have available for the city sure so the um we had a lung cancer awareness group reach out to our mayor. He's very passionate about this. And so he wanted to raise awareness about this in the city. So it's not even really a city campaign. It's really something that I think every American can look at. Um, you know, I have some statistics here. Uh, only 5.7% of high risk individuals in the United States are getting screened for lung cancer. So that's not nearly enough. Um, it affects everyone and it doesn't just affect smokers. I mean, lung cancer is something that can affect um, secondary, secondary smoke and it can affect you know, children, um, if you had somebody or you grew up in a home that maybe there was smoke, but it's also just something that we want to make sure that we continue to in- encourage people to go get checked out. 
Um, and it, you know, our high risk individuals, if you're between the ages of 50 and 80 and you've smoked at least 20 packs, uh, 20 packs, excuse me, a pack a day for 20 years, uh, you're, you're one of our high risk folks for potential for lung cancer. So we want to encourage people to get screening. And I would tell people that uh, if you're interested in getting screened at the American Lung Cancer Screening Initiative, you can check out their website at alcsi.org. That's a great place where you can go um, get some firsthand information about this. And then most importantly, you can find a place where you can go get screened for your lung cancer as well. Awesome. That's very important to do. Any kind of cancer screenings, I'm all about it because you need to stay on top of it to stay healthy. Yep. Yeah, especially if there's um, history in your family. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. we'll be we'll be looking forward to, um, I think this October, we're going to run some promotions for breast cancer awareness too. Um, I know that's important to me. I've lost two grandmothers to breast cancer, but I even lost a grandfather many years ago to lung cancer as well. Mm-hmm. So it's important in my family, and I know that's something that the mayor's passionate about too. So we wanted to try and do our part to raise awareness for folks to go out and get checked. Just go out and get a simple screening and see if you're at potential for that. Yeah. Absolutely. We're all about that. So we'll definitely keep people posted um, on our social media as well. So talking about your health, um, I see that there's going to be a health fair Mm -hmm. coming up in April, right? Yeah, health fair. Yeah, on April 22 from 9.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. on City Hall campus. So our, our health fair usually begins with a fun color run Mm -hmm. they'll close off some city streets and all these kids they go out and adults they go out and run they do a couple miles i believe and they get splattered with um colored powder throughout the whole way and it's even cuter because before that race they do the little tots Mm -hmm. so the little kiddos get to run (laughs) with the little colors and everything so it's really awesome and we provide a lot of resources and free screenings for the community it's a great event even if you don't plan on getting health screenings it's fun to just come out here's some live music um get to get along with the community meet other resources from other parts of our city so we definitely recommend everyone to come check it out and if you're looking for sponsorship opportunities it's a great opportunity yep it goes for vendors as well um this is one of our it's one of our biggest events of the year the health fair that we do in paris we do it right on the right on the lawn right there at city hall um we you know convert that thing into kind of like a a glorified exhibit you know, it's just, it's just a big place where folks can come out for the whole family. There's plenty mm-hmm. of activities that give away a lot of prizes. Um, gosh, I want to say last year we must have done over, a, was it 100 bikes? I don't think quite 100 mm-hmm. bikes, but we, we but it was give up out there. a lot of bikes. Yeah. yeah. And there's other don't stuff too. Don't quote me on the 100, 100 <laughs> bikes part. It's yeah. recorded. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, they, they do stuff like that for the community. We want to we give back to the residents of Paris where we can and our health fair. You know, we just came through a pandemic. Um, that was impacted everybody. There was nobody that was, that escaped that you knew somebody that, um, got sick or you might've known somebody that lost somebody that they cared about. So we're trying to be very health conscious. We work with our public health team to, you know, keep that stuff at the forefront of our minds. And we're looking forward to this health fair this year in April. Yeah. And talking about keeping your health up, I've seen that, um, in the city of Paris, I don't know if other cities are doing this, but we really appreciate that, um, you guys are renovating the local parks. Mm -hmm. And with the mindset of being healthy and um, exposing children, you know, when um, you're renovating these parks, putting out that um, being healthy and walking, you know, only I think the program for the parks was the only 10 mile radius. Mm-hmm. Like every park is to be within 10 miles. Yeah. Is that minute. right? 10, yeah. 10 minute walk. Mm-hmm. 10 minute walk. Mm-hmm. Our, we're part of an initiative that's called the 10 minute walk campaign. Mm-hmm. And that's where um, the goal is that everyone in California, but specifically in Paris, 
they would have a park that's within 10 minutes of walking distance from where they live. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that means we need you know, more partnerships and more, more parks mm-hmm. to make that happen, but it's part of our goal right now, and that's what we're working on. So we want to make sure even just walking to a park, I mean, it's good enough to get out there. Everybody likes to go and hang out and be in the park and barbecue or mm-hmm. play play sports or let get the kids some fresh air, get go some, walk, yeah, run, yeah. bike. Yeah. Let, let the kids go burn off that energy. But yeah. just the action of even being able to walk to a park, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's unfortunate that some people would say, well, I'd love to go to the park, but I don't have tra- I don't have a way to get there, mm-hmm. right? Or yeah. the park's too far. The park's, or I have to get in my car, uh, go yeah. drive a couple minutes. You know, long. they got to load up all the kids and yeah. take them to the park. So if you can get folks down to a park that's within a 10-minute walk, mm-hmm. man, you're really cutting out a lot of the um, obstacles and challenges of, of folks getting out and getting healthy exercise. And so we want to continue to do that, and we want to continue to work on that campaign. And moving forward, hopefully we can get everybody within 10 minutes of a walk to get to a park. It'd be good. Absolutely. And, you know, Mike and I, we definitely appreciate the renovations and mm-hmm. um, because we're right here across the street from Rotary Park. Rotary Park. Yeah. yeah. And we've noticed um, so many uh, renovations mm-hmm. and uh, we even see some patrol going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Security, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is security. nice. That, you know, the security that they got there. That's really nice. Yep. Yeah. And Rotary special to us, too, because that's um, that was taken in mind with special with kids with special needs as well. Yeah. So it's very centric to those. Um, everything's put in place with them in mind. And so mm-hmm. if you're if you're a parent out there that has a child with special needs, um, we'd like to welcome you to Rotary Park. It's, it'd be a good place for your for your little one to come and hang out and for a couple hours in a safe environment. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what about uh, we have some openings here that I saw on social media. You guys, the city of Paris welcomed Altura Credit Union to um, the businesses here, right? Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a new organization that just uh, they just did their grand opening, I think, last Friday. This, uh, yeah, this weekend. This, I believe. Yeah. this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're welcome them to Paris. Hang on. Let me pull up their information right here. A um, lot of people were excited about it on social media they came to the city and they talked to us, the staff, and they seem to have great offers. So if anyone's yeah. looking for new banking or to see what's out there, we definitely recommend checking out Altura Credit Union mm-hmm. just to check out their rates and what they have to offer. Yeah. And a few months ago, there was, um, if you guys remember, there was a railway incident that took place. Um, we had a rail car that had uh, oh, yeah. w- was heating up and they, w- they had the 215 um, was the traffic was blocked off in both directions, mm-hmm. and uh, so we had some p- folks that were displaced and had to go out into some temporary uh, facilities. And Altura was great to help us get some bottled water, get some um, stuff out for those residents. So even as a new enterprise coming into the city, they were already being a part of Team Paris in the community. So we're really excited to welcome them to our community. And if you're looking for a place to bank, like Karina said, Altura can help you. That's awesome. Yeah, nice. I was watching on social media the. Um, the ribbon cutting ceremony. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot mm-hmm. of people, a lot of the community. So everyone was really excited. So I'm glad that they're here. Yeah, let me give their address real quick. Yeah. 20, 2570 North Paris Boulevard. And they're in suite 101. Cool. And I do believe they're right by Harbor Freight, right? I think so. By the old mm-hmm. Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah old yeah, Walmart. Yeah, that's uh-huh. exactly where they're at. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. So go check them out. That's very cool. And talking about openings, so we got the openings. And how about, um, there's a big closure that I hear. Um, what's going on on the freeways there? Yeah, the 91 is going to be tough this weekend. So at the time of this recording, what is it? We're sitting here on Wednesday the 25th. Yeah. Um, this Saturday, there's going to be a closure. Now, they have a couple different projects that are going on. Um, I believe it's from Friday, January 27th at yep. 10 p.m. 
to Monday, January 30th at, f- at, at 5, 5 a.m. Yep, mm-hmm. so it'll start It'll start late on Friday. It'll be done early Monday. But there's two projects that are going on here with um, the Riverside County Trans- Transportation Commission. The first project is the 1591 Express Lanes Connector. They're doing some work on that. And then the 91 Refresh Project. The 91 Refresh Project is various parts of the 91 freeway. And the reason it impacts us is anybody commuting in from Riverside County to Orange County, it hits right there. Mm-hmm. And the 215 gets a lot of backup traffic on that. So if you're in the area, and of course everybody knows the good old cut through on, uh, what is that, 74? That cuts through between 15 and 215. So you could see a little bit of that. Um, the main parts for that is westbound on the 91 at Main Street, uh, the on and off ramp. The westbound 91 on Lincoln Avenue off-ramp, and then the westbound 91 connectors from I-15 will also be be closed. So uh, the RCTC is recommending that folks, if you can, hey, take the train. That's a great opportunity, the Metrolink, to uh, avoid some traffic. Otherwise, you just need to find another alternate route. But plan, pull out your GPS, find yeah. out where your where your traffic points are, and uh, don't think that you can get to Orange County in 30 minutes. That's, <laughs> that's probably unlikely this particular weekend. It's unlikely on most mm. weekends. But especially this weekend. So, yeah, huh. especially if you got a party to go to or anything yeah. like that, uh, you don't want to be an hour late. Yeah, <laughs> plan accordingly. So how long is that actually supposed to last? So this one's only going to last for the weekend. So oh, okay. things should be open up on Monday morning. So um, which thanks to them. I mean, they're running two projects and I, everybody, nobody likes construction. We all know that, but it's necessary. Um, and I'm at least grateful that they're doing it on a weekend instead of when everybody's trying to commute and get to and from work on yeah. on uh, Monday through Friday. So mm-hmm. it'll be a little bit, little bit of a headache on the weekend. You know, m- maybe some opportunities or challenges, but I think we can get through it. And they're going to mm-hmm. launch that again starting Friday at 10 p.m. And then they should be done on Monday at 5 a.m. Great. So it's not going to be a repetitive thing every weekend. It's just this weekend. From what I understand, we'll have some we'll have some additional closures that'll come down the road uh, in in maybe some months, maybe to do some similar uh, refreshes or some connections. But this will be this is the the first one in our short term future. So we'll keep that. uh, We'll keep an eye on that. Karina and I will be watching that working with the folks at RCTC. And then we'll let, uh, let let your listeners know in the future if there's any more road closures coming up on that. Great. It's good to be staying informed about that too. Avoiding traffic, getting stuck in traffic. Yeah. Yeah, That's really bad. So um, I saw on your website that you guys have some spring uh, programming coming up, Mm -hmm. some new classes or new programming. So you want to tell me about that? Yeah. What's the first class that we have for our ninjas out there? Yeah. Our first (laughs) one is Taekwondo classes at the Bob Glass Gym. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty much just like a, a martial arts class that's focused on strength, speed, balance, flexibility, stamina, and self confidence. Um, I believe that you do have to buy the uniform and that's, I think, $50 the first day and registration opens January 23rd and class sessions begin February 14th and end on March 9th. And if you need that uniform, the instructors have them for you as well. So if you're somebody that wants to get into Taekwondo, you've never done it before, your instructor can help you out there on our first week. That's very good. And then what's the other one? The other one is hip hop movement fundamentals. So hip hop class and registration begins January 23rd. And the sessions start February 13th and then on March 13th. Yep. Those all take place. So if you're looking to cut moves and you can sign up for both of those either at the Bob Glass Gymnasium or you can visit our website, cityofparis.org, and you can check out our civic rec portal and you can register for those classes there right on our website. So cityofparis.org, it's an easy place to go and sign up for everything you need. Awesome. Now, is there an age limit for that, especially for Taekwondo? Do they have classes specifically for kids and separate adults or... Do they kind of group them all together? 
yeah, you there's no age limit, but we'll, they will separate some classes. Just okay. it, it's more specific to class size mm. and availability um, on how they can get in there. there. There may be some alternative options for additional classes if there's too many folks that sign up. But either one that you're wanting to do, come check us out. We're here to help whether you're kid, teen, young adult, old adult, whatever it is. Come check us out and we'll get you ready to go for Taekwondo or for hip hop classes. They do actually have um, tiny tigers for ages yeah, one through five uh, from four to 4 30 p.m and then they have white belts which is ages six and up from okay 4 45 p.m to 5 30 p.m and it's 75 dollars for a four-week session nice there very go. good that's awesome so that's good to stay informed and sign up for those um new programming and let's see here what else do we have um i hear that uh there was a, a groundbreaking coming up yes. uh, that was uh, happened actually last week in downtown, the Skills Center. Yes. Um, you want to tell me about that groundbreaking? We are so excited about this groundbreaking. This is a huge opportunity for us. We have gotten uh, $5.5 million for um, some funding from the Department of Commerce. And then special thanks to, on behalf of the city, for Congressman Mark Takano, who helped us secure a million dollars for this uh, downtown Skills Center. And let me get you the correct name for it. This is the Skills Training and Job Placement Center. It's in downtown Paris. We opened that on January the 19th. That was last Thursday. It's right across from Lagar, uh, Lagar Coffee mm -hmm. Shop, right down there on D Street. And we're so excited that this is an, it's an alternative option for um, folks to get training or some education uh, in a career field, in a specific career field that they might wanna go into. College is not for everybody, and that's okay. And uh, we don't want folks to feel like if they don't go to college, that they don't have options. And so this will be a place where they can go learn skills and they can get information about um, some some educational services. But my favorite part about it is they help with job resources and job placement opportunities. So not not only can you go to the Paris Downtown Skills Center and get training, but you can also help with actually getting some employment opportunities. We'll work with local colleges. We'll work with local universities. We'll work with, work with other um, local training facilities. And hopefully this can be a hub uh, for this type of alternative education in our community. And we're excited that that's coming to Paris. That's uh, awesome. And is there also a late age limit for that? Is 18 and up? Yep, that'll, that'll start for um, those who are continuing their uh, education past high school. Um, there'll, be some, there'll be some options for maybe some uh, early entry programming for that. Um, we're hoping to have this completed by early 2024. So we broke ground on it. Um, it should be a, about a year before it takes them, but this is gonna be a beautiful, it's gonna be a two-story building. Um, I believe it's sitting on three and a half acres of land right there in Paris. Uh, I wanna say it's even, a, it's 13,700 square foot. So it's gonna be a, a very large facility. And um, there's a ton of different certificates and programs that are offered. Do you have that list in front of you? Of the... Yeah, do you want me to say the whole list? Go ahead and read them. Yeah. The whole yeah. list, all right. Let's yeah. hear it. Let's see so <laughs> you guys can check it out if you guys are interested. So start off we have welding cybersecurity, aircraft mechanics 3d printing homeland security cert training manufacturing cpr training logistics supply chain electronics soft skills fabrication robotics coding laser technologies construction computer programming wood shop arts and crafts and CNC machining, to name a few. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. So there's gonna be a ton of options where folks can go wow. and get trained, get education, get skills for all that. And then like I said, again, the big thing is uh, job placement opportunities. 
this is a, um, you know, and credit goes to our city council for this because they have looked at future workforce opportunities in Paris and they're doing the best they can to set up workforce and employment opportunities for the next generation that's coming behind us. And I, th I think that's very forward thinking and progressive. So um, we're excited to bring this to our residents and to our community. Yeah. And it's not even just for our residents. Yeah. Neighboring communities yeah. too can come and benefit from it as well mm -hmm. with the goal to just provide a better quality of life for Paris residents and everyone around us. Yep. Right and, in the heart of downtown Paris. Yeah. And what about um, financial aid? Um, since it's going to be a vocational school, mm -hmm. they can apply for financial aid through that programming? We'll be looking at some op uh, some options for that. Um, okay. I think we're a little early to start talking. We're a little early to have full details yet on mm -hmm. that stuff. Okay. Um, I know that there will be... Um, the heart of this is to make this affordable for everybody to come through and to make this an option for folks who might not be able to go to a, uh, a four-year institution. So those are conversations that have happened. Um, right now, we want to get the building up. When we get the building up, we can start getting folks in the door. So um, again, we're going to follow up with this, and we'll come back with some uh, ideas about what we can come up with for like some financial assistance as we move forward with that. But we're really excited to see this thing launch. We've already seen the trucks out there um, that are starting to really get into it. Our, we had a, a lot of folks that came out for the groundbreaking ceremony. Um, that we're able there to make the official dirt turn, but now we want to start getting moving. And so you'll start seeing buildings go up here in the next few weeks. Um, some general construction that's taking place. And then again, let's look for um, that spring 2024. Hopefully we can launch and get those doors open. Man, that'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. And that list of uh, the programming and classes, oh, yeah. that is amazing. I mean, uh, the 3D laser printing. Oh, yeah. Right there. Yeah, that's really interesting to see. And I'm glad that they think of the programming and classes that's relevant to the area and not just some old, you know, kind of classes that you may not really right. need right. in um, today's uh, future or the next generation's um, vocation. So that's really interesting and to see. It, and it's great because it's right there next to the Metrolink station in Paris. Yeah. So wherever you're coming from, like Karina said, it's not just for our city. Um, it's for surrounding communities as well. We love that it's right there in Paris. So folks can come, they can shop Paris, they can visit, you know, stay local, keep it right here. Get a little coffee at Lagar. Get yeah. some coffee. <laughs> yep. And you can get in and out right there at the Metrolink station. And there's plenty of parking too, if you want to commute and you want to come into town. But um, we're excited because it's, we want to be a source of uh, this alternative education option and employment opportunities for the entire region. And so be able to have the support of like I said, the U.S. Department of Commerce and Congressman Mark Takano, we're very grateful to his support and his um, securing of funding. He, he worked uh, on that bill 2471, uh, House Resolution 2471, and so a million dollars of that came to Paris, and we're just looking forward to getting this uh, up and running here in the next, in the next year or so. Very nice. So we're very excited to see the building come up and right there in downtown. So that's amazing. Okay. Um, those are awesome, great topics. And we're so happy that you guys are able to stop by sure. our first in-studio guests. That's so right. they are recording live here. That's good. <laughs> yes, they are. That's right. Yeah. We're so happy you guys can join the Mike and Phoebe show. And we are looking forward to the future, sure. hopefully to continue this. And um, thanks for stopping by. Absolutely. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for listening to the Mike and Phoebe show on Alternative Twist Radio, the only radio station based in Paris, California. Be sure to tune in for new episodes every week, Fridays at 8 p.m. Pacific on AlternativeTwist.com. 